it's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs! Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning! Hello there, boils and ghouls! Welcome to the Black Friday episode! <laughs> the spookiest day of the year! It's not spooky. This is the day when people go out at midnight and shop until they spend all their money and are in debt. That sounds pretty spooky to me, right? That's that's more of like America Day. Oh, oh. Then I feel all right. Then can uh, maybe you should tell people what today's about then, and I'll stand in the background and be like, today is the day of America, the true Fourth of July. It is the day where materialistic goods go on sale and where we can save our hard-earned money by going out and buying things to support the country of China because that's what produces all of these high-quality, excellent goods that we spend our hard-earned money on. And that is the American way. Uh, are we done? We're done. It's Black Friday. Today is the day when the rest of the world goes to work and does whatever they do. And here in America, you have the day off to go spend money. Yes. <laughs> Unless you're somebody working at one of those stores that sells stuff on sale. And I forgot the uh, people trampling over others. Come on, start oh. up the music again. And where you go with your fellow Americans and punch them in the face and trample them over to get those deals because that's what matters in this country. Not people, not feelings, not working your job to support your family, but hard-earned goods. What? It's a good thing I can't hear you while I'm doing that because I have no idea what you were saying. I don't. I didn't really know either. So yes, uh, hello there, everybody. Welcome to our Black Friday episode. Oh, oh, is that does that mean there's another deal? Is there another special? There's a raincoat that just went on sale, down to four ninety nine, marked down from nineteen ninety nine. Oh my God, that's a deal. What if you I don't cut need out one, in the I'm rain. Taking, I'm buying it. Yeah. There may there may be that time where you just you pass this up and then you're like, oh my god, I wish I went and bought that raincoat. <laughs> I will punch a mother of three in the <laughs> face to get one of those. <laughs> She'll be like, this looks good for my child. And she's like, bam. Yo, <laughs> it's a deal. And run away. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>, so <laughs> I don't know what kind of opening this is. But <laughs> this yes. is an awful opening. I think we've offended many people. More oh, so than we normally do. Right? Oh, mm -hmm. wow. So, yes, this is, in fact, Black Friday. And uh, today's the day in America where everyone has the day off because Thanksgiving was yesterday. And no one wants to go back to work or school uh, on Friday. So the only people who are actually doing anything today are people in the service industry. Those poor bastards have mm. to work today. And it's the single busiest shopping day of the entire year. And 
everything is on sale and it's crazy. Except here's the trick though. They only put a few key things on sale and they lure you in to buy all the other crap at like insane prices. But who cares? Whatever. Let's spend money. Yeah. I don't I don't get it, but whatever. I mean, ju- just to, just to give you an example of how insane it is. I have a, a list right here in front of me. These are the store hours. Things things that are opening because most things are not open 24 hours a day here, right? But mm-hmm. on Black Friday, Walmart opened at 12 a.m. So at midnight, mm-hmm. Best Buy, midnight, mm-hmm. Toys R Us, 9 p.m. yesterday, <laughs> right? And so here's the crazy thing. Who is going to a Toys R Us? Because if it opens at 9 p.m., right, you would assume they stay open all night. So that so they can be open during like the crazy hours when people get up at 4 a.m. to go shopping, right? Who is going to a Toys R Us at two in the morning? That mother of three that wants the raincoat. She didn't get her raincoat, so now she's got to go to Toys R Us. She's got to get a Furby. <laughs> Kid <Yeah>. wants a Furby. <laughs> she'll like... fight. She'll fight some other mother for a Furby. Like <laughs> there's only one left. Just slapping. <laughs> Target. <laughs> Target, it says, opened yesterday at, at midnight. Uh, Kmart opens at 5 a.m. I didn't know there were still Kmarts around. Good for I them. I didn't either. JCPenney, 4 a.m. Uh, Kohl's opened yesterday, midnight. Uh, Macy's, midnight. Meyer, if you're in the Midwest, 4 a.m. Office Max, because I that's where I want to get my presents from. 6 a.m. <laughs> Sears, 4 a.m. Walgreens. Because I definitely want to go to a drugstore to get my presents. That's 7 a.m. What if they're Office Depot, 6 a.m. Old Navy. Uh, that's midnight. In fact, the mall near me opened at midnight. And they have, like, Forever 21, like we talked about on, on uh, Thursday or, wait, whatever day that was. Wednesday. Our Wednesday episode. And, uh, I mean, this is crazy. Bass Pro Shops, 6 a.m. Radio Shack, if you need... Radio supplies and five accessories. If you need TV antennas, <laughs> you can go. You can go there at five a.m. It's crazy, just crazy. But what if some of those stores are open twenty-four hours? But here's the thing: like, what if a lot Walgreens of WalMarts are open. Yeah, a lot of WalMarts Walmart. are open twenty-four hours. Here's here's what I know to be a fact: they don't let you buy the stuff till midnight. So. Uh, at a Walmart, for example, you can go in and camp out the area you want to get, and then when they release it for sale, everyone scrambles to it. Like, there's lines within the store. So you can go to the store, buy other things. And so, I don't know if you guys have actually had the chance, but I would recommend today sometime going to YouTube, typing in Black Friday, and just looking at the videos. There are some hilarious videos of, (laughs) of, like, what happens is everyone waits outside. Because, you know, you want to get the best deals, you got to get there first to get the best deals. And I'll give you an example. Um, let's pull up Black Friday Best Buy. Best Buy is, is selling a 40-inch TV, Toshiba TV, for 180 bucks. It's selling uh, Blu-ray players for $40. It's selling computers like Windows 8 supercomputers for $400. It's selling Verizon phones, all these things. Um, but the thing is, is they only have, like, four of each. So y- you have to get there, and you want to be the first one in line, because if you don't get that deal, like, here's a 55-inch TV for $800. And they're saying it's a doorbuster deal. There's only one per store. <laughs> one. So if you want this giant TV for half the price, you have got to fist fight someone to get it. 
<laughs> and so you know there's going to be people who are in line right now. Oh, actually, they're not in line anymore. They're in the store just pummeling each other. So if you go on YouTube, you can see videos where people record it happening. Oh, and yes. it's not its not fantasy. We aren't making this up. This isn't some, like, weird. This is a thing. This, and it's an American tradition. And I'll be honest with you. I want to go out. I think the minute I'm done here today, I'm going to go out into the madness just to see it. I don't need to buy anything. There's nothing that I want. But I want to go out and just walk around with the crazies because you have to be crazy to do this. There, There's no reason you should be out shopping right now considering every deal that is in the store. Right now I'm on the Best Buy website. I can get that same 55-inch TV uh, for $799.99 online. There is no limit. It just says limit, I can only buy one. And it's free shipping. Now, of course, by the time you get there and, and you hear this and go there, it'll be sold out, mind you, but still, I can do that. Am I the only one who wants a Honey Boo Boo Black Friday episode? That'd I feel like that may complete my life. I want the mom to take the baby with an extra thumb and, like, chuck it at someone. <laughs> and then, like, the whole family tackle them. <laughs> oh, my goodness. To quote Honey Boo Boo, I wish I had an extra thumb because then I could eat more Cheetos. <laughs> Don't we all. Don't we all. Don't we all. But, uh, yeah, that's Black Friday. And uh, it's, it's, it's definitely an American holiday. And, and if you want to go, Yahoo has an article about the top ten Black Friday gadget do's and don'ts. Oh, oh, do tell. Number one, do research online. Prices before you go out. That seems like something a smart person would do. Yeah, that's not really... <laughs> I like how these tips are things that a normal person would have done already, but continue, please. Number two, don't leave the house for less than $200 in total savings. Okay, so, but but is that over all the deals or just one item? Um, assuming... Well, assume you will be spending a minimum of five hours on travel and waiting in lines for a single store. Though for See? good deals, See? you may How need to wait in that? front much longer. That's a that, I mean, that's not an exaggeration. This is one time Yahoo is actually reporting a fact. This <laughs> is, this is a, it's a real thing. People will go out and driving around will take an extra two hours. So if, let's say it takes you 30 minutes to get somewhere, it'll take you two hours and 30 minutes to get there. If it takes you five minutes to get there, it'll take you two hours and five minutes to get there. <laughs> it's just, for some reason, everyone decides to go out. Even though, like I just explained, you can go online and get the exact same deal. But it's the experience. It's like going out with all the people and all the yeah. Christmas music's playing. It's this huge, crazy deal, and it's an event, right? Mind you, somewhere there's a guy named, like, Dick Dastardly <laughs> running a corporation who's like, bye, foolish Americans, bye. And, and we're falling right into it, but still. That, isn't it called Black Friday because it moves them out of the red and into the black, like, profit? Yes. There are, I, I believe, over half the companies in the United States operate in the red. So if you, like, have a line, right, just a straight mm -hmm. horizontal line, anything below the line's red, which means you're losing money. Anything above the line is black, which means you are gaining money. You're earning money. And on this one specific day, it reaches uh, half the companies in this country go from the red to the black for the rest of the year. They, this is the one day they make money, and it sets them, uh, it's, makes them good for the rest of the year. So they can say their company earned money on one single day. That's how much people spend. It's nonsense. It's a nonsense thing. It really is America in a nutshell. 
I just read an amazing paragraph in this article. Uh, number six, it says, Don't buy a cheap notebook for people you like. Want to punish your teenager for posting inappropriate things to Facebook? Still have a grudge against mom for recycling your comic books? Get revenge by purchasing them a low-end Black Friday notebook that will ruin their computing experiences. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what a, that's, that's a horrible thing, uh, but it is true. A lot of the in-store computers that they sell are horrible. Like that's that's where they get rid of all the ones no one buys, the pre-built ones that are just junky. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's a thing. Hopefully you are not listening to us on one of those or on your like cheap knockoff MP3 player that's like MGP player <laughs> 5000 <laughs> 5000 exactly. Yeah. You can get those for like $6 on Black Friday too. Oh my god, is there any what? other tips? Any anything else we I should mean, avoid? There's some good ones, but I don't really think there's that many that many great tips here. Uh-huh. All right. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks for that news article, buddy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess it's a good time now, then, to go to traffic, because who knows what it's like out there. Let's go to Traffic Copter 7 with Crendor up in the sky. What's going on out there, Crendor? Well, it's crazy right now, because you look down, it's just there's everything's backed up. The 104, uh, Hinkley, you got... Thomasville is just the entire city you can't even move the sidewalks have cars on them I mean it's crazy so I mean if you're going out to buy some crazy deals uh I would say just don't do it just you know just stay at home just stay unless you want to go out then go out thanks Crendor looks like air is traffic bumper to bumper out there now let's go back to Crendor in the studio for sports an extra sports article today first Uh-oh. off Jacoby Jones got interviewed, and it was about his touchdown dances. And Ed Reed is apparently Jacoby Jones' favorite Raven. So, nah, he's not a fan of Greg Jennings. I also found this other sports article I had to, had to bring up. Uh huh. The Cleveland Browns will give out white flags on Sunday to surrender. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they are, they're like little <laughs> white flags, <laughs> and they have Cleveland Browns on the flag. Who are they? Who are they playing? Even with the Pittsburgh Steelers down to 37-year-old Charlie Batch and newly signed Brian Hoyer at quarterback. Wait, they're wait, they're playing the Steelers, so they're just gonna surrender. My dad would be very happy about this. Is that what is that what this game is? I guess so. My dad, a huge Steelers fan. This is this is hilarious. The Steelers so basically, don't they're gonna wave white flags. And yeah. they're going to wave white flags. That's amazing. That's because amazing. This, the Cleveland Browns are 2 and 8. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm pretty they're just sure surrendering the season. <laughs> I think the teams they've beaten are like really bad as well. Like That's they're they're amazing. fellow like 2 and 8 teams. <laughs> so That's, That's wonderful. <laughs> you can follow the Cleveland Browns on Twitter if you want to surrender with them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what's going on out there with the weather, man? How's it looking? Today in Brighton, United Kingdom, it is 9 degrees Celsius, but it feels like 6. I don't know what that means. <laughs> the American education system didn't prepare me for this. So, what is that? 40-something? I think you add on, like, 30... 30, 30. Isn't it 32? 32 is zero, so that's 
40, no, 38 degrees, 40 degrees, I think degrees, you have to, like, like and then you carry the one. Son of a bitch. <laughs> There's 89% humidity, 8 degrees Celsius dew point, 14.5 kilometer visibility, however many miles or whatever that is. And then uh-huh. uh, uh, the pollen index is out of season, so we can't get any. Oh, that's because yeah, well, there's snow on the ground. Yeah, and uh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what it's like in Brighton today. Oh, well, there you go, Brighton. Hopefully you're having a nice, I don't know, what do the English, hot tea? Jolly good tea. A hot toddy? Jolly good. Jolly. On the telly. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so what's our big news story today? What's the big news story of this Black Friday? Because I assume they're out driving, stuck in traffic. They don't get a chance to read the paper. Actually, they're probably stuck in traffic reading the paper right now, so mm-hmm. this might not apply, but... What's going to keep people interested? What's our big story? Well, Yahoo has provided us with two articles. Two of them. Uh-oh. That are high quality. All right. Read me, read, me, read, me the, read me the titles, the headlines. Ten bits of career expert advice you want to ignore. Or <laughs> okay. master your job interview with these preparation secrets. Hmm. I feel like we should help the young. There's a lot of college students. Right, this is probably their senior year, and you know, after the after the winter thaw, they're gonna have to find a job, right? Mm-hmm. I think we should help them find a job with with interview secrets. That's a good idea. Good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. This works for anyone, even even old people. Yeah. <laughs> old people gotta eat, man. Interview tip number one: eighty percent of the work is done before you ever set foot in the room. Imagine the difference between these two candidates. Candidate one walks into the room and says. Nice to meet you, and spends the next 30 minutes answering the interviewer's questions. Candidate 2 walks in and says, Nice to see you again, and spends the next 30 minutes not only answering questions, but also talking about the company's challenges and making specific recommendations on how they can help. Whoa! 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 So, interviewer 1 is showing up for the first interview. Interviewer 2 has been stalking this person (laughs) for weeks. (laughs) <laughs> rifling through company trash like look i know it's not my place but this is what you need to do to fix your company because clearly these business receipts are all over the place <laughs> these sales reports do you even shred these they are everywhere in the trash and i mean question number three on the interview like i know you haven't asked me it yet but i mean it's i mean why why even have that question on it it's like it's like all right for your questions it's yes no, yes, uh, 30%, and let's say herpes. Like, the interviewer is like, uh, what? You're hired. Okay. All right, what's, what's our next two, one? know your top three selling points that you want to get across. Your job in an interview is not simply to answer questions. It's to get your points across. Watch the masters of this, CEOs and politicians. When they're interviewed, they don't simply answer the question. They always get their talking points across. In other words, they lie and dance around the subject. Yeah, wait, no, that's a... I added the last Oh my god, that sounds, that's a horrible suggestion. I mean, I guess (laughs) it makes sense. Because when someone asks you, like, uh, the worst interview question in the world, it's always, what are your uh, three biggest weaknesses? (laughs) Right, I'm, and you I'm always have to sit there and be like, worker. "Yeah, I'm." Uh, everyone answers that, which is such a stupid answer. Like, I work too hard. Really, that's your weakness. Uh, it's mind-boggling. I-, I guess that's how you would use it for answering questions like that. But why would you ever, if someone's like, 
So, Mr. President, what did you have for lunch today? Well, it's not really about what I had for lunch, but what Americans are having for lunch. <laughs> did you know that American children are going hungry every day? We have to support them. And I promise <laughs> I will do that with this next bill I'm going to sign. Like, what? <laughs> That's the way you do it. Well, they give three talking points you can have. Oh, they're going to give us three. Okay. I have experience in exactly this area, followed by specific examples. <laughs> I'm a team player, followed by stories of how you work together with difficult team members. I'm proactive, ideal talking point for startups and small companies. Just shorten the whole damn thing and be like, I'm a very proactive person who's experienced in being a team player. I already like you for my position. Prepare ultra-crisp answers to the most common questions. This sounds obvious, but if I asked you right now, why do you want to work here? Answer. Money. Works for me. Do you Is have that a crisp 30-second answer? We all <laughs> know we should prepare answers, but we don't, usually because we don't want to sound rehearsed. We should just, we should just write a book called, like, How to Get the Interview. And how to get the job. <laughs> and in it, we just take lines from Mad Men. When you sit down, the guy's like, so, what kind of fit do you think you'd be for this company? And just spout off great lines. Like, well, doll, here's what I think. I think <laughs> I fit this company perfectly. You know why? Because I'm a go-getter. I'm a salesman and I'll do whatever it takes. I don't take no for an answer. And the guy's like, well, that's, no, no. I will not stop talking. I'm going to keep talking until you give me this job. And they <laughs> lock the door. Like, what can I do to make, make you an offer about this job? And the guy will be like... Dude, like, you sound like that guy from Mad Men. I'm going to hire you. Right? Because he's a go-getter. Yeah. He's like, I'll even let you sleep with my wife. You're a, you're a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare answers to the company's biggest challenges. This is an unconventional technique that has produced job offers, salary increases, and new clients for thousands of my readers. It's called the briefcase technique, and it ties together the above tips with a power, powerful result. Instead of simply treating an interview like a meeting where you answer an interviewer's questions, you do your homework beforehand, studying the company, and even talking or taking employees out to coffee for an informative interview. Wait, so in order to prep for an interview, you're supposed to go interview someone who works there? What employee is going to be like, sure, random stranger, I'd love to go out to coffee with you and share you my company's darkest secrets and how you can help improve it? <laughs> even though... Even though you don't even work for us. That sounds like the plot of Willy Wonka. <laughs> Wasn't there that one guy who kept trying to get like pay the kids off to get the secrets for Willy Wonka? Wonka, give me your secrets to your chocolate. Right? Was, isn't this like, so basically, <laughs> you want to be the bad guy from Willy Wonka, and you want to sneak around <laughs> paying children to get the secrets. Like, yes, I must have the secret of the <laughs> everlasting gobstopper. Oh, I'm learning so much. And finally... Tip number five, advanced preparation. Use a mirror, a friend, and a camera. Oh, my God. <laughs> I imagine someone reading this article and going to the interview with a mirror, a camera, and a friend and just setting it all up. How, how would you use a mirror, a camera, and a friend in an well, interview? You might be the most qualified person for the job, but if the interviewer doesn't connect with you, you'll get passed up. That's why the softer skills, body language, smiling, how much you ramble, matter more than people think. Here's what you do. Don't you ramble. Prepare for your interview. Don't just memorize your answers. You practice your body language, too. 
First, ask your toughest friend to interview you. Have them give you candid your feedback. Toughest friend. <laughs> you fine. My name is Bruno. I will interview you. He, whenever you get a question wrong, he punches you. <laughs> Stop it! Our interview is tomorrow. You are answering incorrectly. <laughs> My body! All the bruises! They'll see them! You will learn punishment! I will break you for answering poorly! <laughs> Finally, videotape yourself answering the most common questions. The first time you do this, you'll probably cringe, but after systematically watching and improving yourself on video- Two things. One. Who has the time to do all this shit? Me. I assume most people have lives. Who is, if you're applying for jobs, you're applying for multiple jobs, right? If you're a smart person, which yeah. means you'd have to learn about a million different companies. Like, who is this? I only want to work at National Capital Federal Bank. So Radio I'm just going to apply there. Radio Shack. <laughs> the interview at Radio Shack, I'm sure, is like, look. Do you know how to use technology that thir that's 30 years old? <laughs> and they're just like, um, like, it's, it's like my hobby. And they'd be like, you're hired. <laughs> like, that's really what an interview should be. It's just like, hey, are you, like, good at your job? And they're like, yeah. Right? That's it. The interview is just to make sure the person's not going to go crazy. That's it. Here's what you need to prove if you're in an interview. Are you competent? Can you have conversations with people? Are you sociable? Are you going to be cool with other people? And do you like to work whatever hours they are willing to give you? And, and would you accept their pay? That's it. Listen, I got to read off common things that make you dumb in the next, like, 20 seconds. Number one, you what? rely on Wait, the web what? too much. Wait, whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> I just what found this, this random this? article, and it says common things that make you dumb. Okay, go, go. Common things that make you dumb. Go. You rely on the web too much. False. That's not true. You drive everywhere. That's also not true. You go with fries instead of salad. That is not dumb. That's a health thing. I don't know how that affects your brain, but continue. You stay cooped up in the office. That is kind of dumb, yes. You're always traveling for business. That isn't dumb. That's your job. That's all they got. Wait, that's it? <laughs> yeah. Do they explain it? Yeah, but... I mean, We're almost done, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's fine, because we'll, we'll, what we'll do is we'll use that to start with on Monday. Because oh, yeah. I want to I learn more about this. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I think that's a very good article, and I don't know why they would say those things, because that sounds insane. Well, I mean, it's just it's bad news. You're not just getting older. You're getting dumber. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's the opening exactly. line of the article. That is, that, is a a that is a tease if I've ever heard of one. I feel like so, that should be put on magazines and in movies. That's a line that I think Mel Gibson should say to Danny Glover when Danny's like, I'm going to do over this shit. <laughs> I think that's what he should say. <laughs> you're also getting dumber. That's what you're getting. You just have oh Clint Eastwood say it to a chair. To a chair, yeah. It's like, bad news, punk. You're not just getting older. You're getting dumber. And the chair just creaks like, Clint Eastwood's <laughs> <laughs> like, what'd you say, chair? He just shoots, he shoots the chair. <laughs> That's the next Clint Eastwood movie. <laughs> it's called, like, The Chair Out West. No, it has to be something like, Love Sofa. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> welcome to the Cox and Crendor in the Morning Podcast, where we talk about things that do not matter at all. Actually, it's time to say goodbye, so we yeah, can't welcome the, them. Get out of here. <laughs> it's, it's the weekend. Go have fun. Uh, hopefully, if you are not in these United States, you're having a wonderful day. If you're here and you're in the States, God bless you. You are you are in for a day. Actually, a whole weekend. So whole thank one. you all. Yeah, thank you all for watching, uh, listening, and doing whatever it is you do. And as always, to be continued. We'll see you Monday. Uh-huh.